welcoming everybody to our audio podcast. We're audio podcasting, and we're going to be doing a live stream at the same time. Canon R5C, first cool enough, the R5 with the video capabilities of the Canon what, C70 kind of slapped together here. Do we have a, a visual? Let me go over to our Chrome window. The R5, <coughs> RF 5.2 millimeter, F2.8, dual fisheye lens. All right, cool enough. You probably like, so what's the, any of this got to do with the R5C? I agree with Tony Northrop. I think that the R5C is going to be perfect for this lens right here. Um, the R5, of course, it would be fantastic for this lens too. The 8K that you need for VR. And by the way, can I just point out that pivoting to talking VR, someone looking at me crazy, but no, no, look where we are. Can <laughs> it's in the VR game? I had no idea it was coming. I can't pretend like I was an insider. However, I do know that the VR tech, I don't believe that is tech that's going to die off or phase out like 3D TVs and 3D tech did. Uh, or 3D TVs did not really 3D tech per se, but 3D TVs and try to make that go mainstream. It, that's tech that can come back around and VR the futures here is here now. But this puts Canon as the only ones doing VR in the field. Sony, Nikon, uh, Pentax, they're not touching VR right now. So Canon's all over that with this headset. And I do believe that that would be a nice pairing. They recommend putting it on R5, so R5C built for video would be a fantastic pairing for that the 8k with the 60 frames per second you know we love 24 frames per second i'm in 60 right now give or take i know i might be dropping some frames but in vr you want your higher frame rates you need your higher resolution um and of course the industry they never love to give any credit to porn has shown us how great 180s it's just you know a good time without all the sense and smells mm. I wouldn't say shame. I always have a good time in those places. Anyhow, <laughs> uh, for my workflow personally, Kai did a video. Oh, I remember watching Kai last. It's like 2012. Let's look at how long it takes to go from video to stills mode or vice versa here. As he hits this button, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, four Mississippi, five Mississippi, six Mississippi, seven Mississippi, eight Mississippi. And okay, so the eight to nine-ish Mississippi, we're done right now with running gunners and running gun filmmaking, that is not happening. This camera will be fantastic if you're doing a slower narrative piece, depending on the documentary, sure. Um, Family, kids' photos, weddings, like I do, like eight to nine seconds is a lifetime eternity to switch between stills and photo mode. So the R5C isn't for that, but the R5 is a whole lot faster, but R5 also overheats. The R5C has a very useful fan on it for just such a situation as overheating. Ah, it's an interesting camera. I'm glad they're making it, and Canon still has this wonderful especially with like a diffusion filter, this wonderful video that comes out of it. But this particular one, the R5C, not quite for me. I, however, I see the point of it for VR. I do agree with that. And obviously, I really like VR. <laughs> that. So, <clears throat> I will 
bring up a interesting tidbit here about VR. Can I find it though? It's on Google Trends. This is a weird thing. We're going to talk about the quests or Google News rather. It's in technology. I don't know if because I looked at it if I can't bring it back up. But there's this trend of people trying to say when the Quest 3 is coming out. And some are reporting on the Quest 3 as if they have dates for it. <laughs> There's no dates in place. We don't know exactly what it is going to be. Facebook slash meta now. Let's see here. If I could pull up a website to see exactly what it is that I'm kind of complaining about that they keep doing. Just trying to report this stuff as fact. Yes, here we go. Our next topic, showing it. This thing here, can I zoom in? I don't think I can zoom in on her. Quest 3, release date, price, and specs of the meta quest. Written in a headline as if it is fact. Of course, I've gone through this article with PC games in.com this is I'm going to go ahead and say I know it's getting controversial it is clickbait there, there's none of these details of this and this isn't the only web page or website to do this I'm not sure why there's a thing to record quest, report Quest 3 news that's if it is actual news nobody has Quest 3 news yet it goes on to say things that we basically already all know getting ads over the place um, I'm going to switch back over to full screen just got just got another talking cannon RF5 VR talk. I guess VR talk will continue. If you're just joining in, there'll be a video cut out about that. Go back and check that out. Or click somewhere on something. I've got my Canon R5C talk. But as far as the VR talk here and talking quest three, we know from meta themselves. This feels so silly to say meta. <laughs> that a more premium version is probably gonna come out before whatever the quest three is. So I was going to ask, should you just wait for the next one? My personal thing is, if you're maybe three to four month range out, I would wait to see what the new tech looks like. Um, and you can easily be like, well, gee, yeah, if that's the case, how come you can't just say six to seven months out? We could be six or seven months out. I just give myself kind of that window. Three to four months, you start kind of like getting some concrete details. The interesting thing I want to ask, we know the premium is going to be more than 300 because it's premium. So, what does Meta think of the Quest? Are they going to treat it like a cell phone update? Are they going to treat it like a new console update? And the third option is you can do it in between a version 2.5, Quest 2.5, like Microsoft did with Xbox Sets and Sony did with the <clears throat> PlayStation Pro, where it's a little bit of an incremental update. Um, I am very curious to see if it's more than 300, because 300 kind of seems like the sweet spot. A lot of companies know that... 300 bucks is just below the 400 that can send a lot of people into some financial hardships and hard times. $400 surprise is not fun. Um, and it hits a lot of people really worse. Companies know this rather harsh reality. And 300 is proving to be quite the proper price point for the VR headset. So <clears throat> they're not really trying to teach the hardcore market. The hardcore market is going to adopt to whatever. That premium headset is going to sell. Teaching 
we're trying to get instill the behavior of what they're going to do with the mainstream which is what quest 2 it's definitely becoming still a niche part of but way more mainstream than any other vr set in our history are they trying to do cell phones are they trying to do console revisions is it trying to be a major update or not that's the interesting thing to me that i'm really curious to see what Quest 3 is going to be about. I haven't seen an article point that out. I see clickbait about like they know what's going on with the thing. No one knows yet except for Quest or Meta. Also, Meta, I mean, Meta. I guess I should be saying it's the right name. Also, Oculus is a good name. <laughs> Purchased for $2 billion, which leads me to talking about Activision Blizzard. Not a lot to say about that deal almost 70 billion dollars um the sickening things that happened over there with activision sickening probably still taking place we've got workers who i uh, want to unionize i don't know what that deal does with microsoft behind them i do know i don't have a ton of faith in the trillion dollar company coming in and necessarily cleaning up the billion dollar company uh, all those people who were terrible at the top, who were just absolutely horrible to workers, they're looking like they're going to get sweetheart, parachute, execute, ex exit deals, exit strategy deals, or whatever it's called in that world. So it seems like they will get off unscathed. Uh, it's very interesting what is going to happen with that division. Aside from all that, personal note, gaming-wise, it's interesting because I don't, I know it's going to be a long play for Game Pass subscribers, and $70 billion recouping that is quite a recoup. So it's also squashed out some competition. It's not a monopoly to me. There's still too many companies. And by the way, I don't know if anybody noticed, I kind of hate monopolies and <laughs> a ton of things in that realm. <laughs> and, and the power dynamics and bullies and stuff in the business world. So if I'm saying it's not a monopoly, I, I think it's definitely not a monopoly i know microsoft is trying to say we're just in third place they squashed out a lot of the competition here you're going to take call of duty away after all the deals in place run out uh warzone will stay there f probably forever much like minecraft but you will take it away from sony and uh man that console has a controller that is great for shooters and no first person shooters <laughs> seemingly exclusive to it Ew. so Spend two cents on all of that. Let's roll along into another topic. <laughs> the when we were young, red flags. I don't know how many windows I'm going to go through here. Can we talk about when we were young fast? This viral sensation. And this isn't even the original one. With bands that we were not even sure were still together going on in the fall in Vegas. Already prepping for day three. There's like new news on this festival every day. <laughs> it is interesting. Um, so what it is, is this particular one. We're going to talk about a couple. Ebo music. Um, I guess your punk stuff to a degree. The early 2000s, mid-2000s when... Your boy here was not a friend of some of the more crunker jams. I got indoctrinated into this scene. I can see how somebody can get converted and indoctrinated into things. The When We Were Young tours. I mean, there's a lot of. One of my first concerts was the used. Um, I remember Alkali Trio and oh, a lot of that stuff didn't age too well. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Eat World, 
Demo-commercial fancier emo, but I still like some of their songs. Take a Max Sunday was on the original, which I still enjoy those fellas. So that's what this particular festival is. It started as a one day air. Uh, a lot of people were saying there's no way you can do all those bands in one day. Ha ha ha. Warp Tour did one days with 60, 70 bands over a couple of stages spread out. It can be done. The whole rotating stage or having an empty stage or a black sheet cover an upper stage while somebody else sets up. But look, there's ways to go about that. I am skeptical because a lot of the bands were skeptical and more on that whole situation of people just straight up talking to you later on. I'm checking out my phone here. Uh, Vans Warped Tour, like I said, used to do all this stuff. So I've seen it pulled off. The thing about that is that it's not consumer friendly. You're going to miss someone playing. Just the simple fact of being in line for something else, concessions, a restroom. If there was a situation, I think Vans did it where... If you were in a certain spot, the stage could open up on another spot, still close by within vision and eye shot, but you're, you're not in front of your stage, yada, yada. The experience is probably most definitely not going to be very consumer friendly. I'm always questioning a first year festival. Not that I hit up those many festivals, mind you, but your boys have been around a little bit. Uh, I'm looking at here at the Blue Rock Fest. A lot of people did not like the customer service on that. Things from transportation being hard to deal with being among the top of the list. And that was in Virginia last year. Doesn't look like there's going to be another one. <laughs> that seems like they got that cash and are running away with it. Uh, Live Nation did come out and say that they're sponsoring this one. And Live Nation is also sponsoring Smoking Grooves. This particular one, look at this, bay. Take close attention. We have a similar poster right here for Smoking the Grooves. Live Nations claim this one right here. They have not claimed anything for <laughs> lovers and friends. We're not sure who's putting on lovers and friends concert. Oh, I was going to say, it, they, the, they won't even load up. <laughs> they have been so scarce of information. They just pulled the IG down because Jager Shots was live streaming and talking about us. Lauren Hill, Usher, TLC, Sierra Nelly. Of course, everybody else written in the smallest of fonts. Almost disrespectful, somebody said. Some people have pointed out that some of these artists are also doing things on different days and... This very Instagram was just saying, I don't, they got private planes, they'll fly back. <laughs> so let's move on into why people were thinking this was a little bit of a conspiracy. All these people together and all the websites, such as for lovers and friends and when we were young, are basically the same website as a copy paste job uh, I think someone said that one of the links actually went to another site before it got tightened up and fixed I don't know if the yep Smoking Grooves also a similar website you said okay no big deal you have website templates that just really isn't that big of a deal no refunds during the pandemic which no refunds, rain or shine is pretty standard. I'm not really knocking. It's not consumer friendly, but I'm not really knocking per se that that is going on here. Can I stay in the frame? 
Also, all of these, I'm not sure about smoking grooves. Prices are similar. Most of them did a general admission 19.99 to get notified thing. Uh, lovers and friends as well as when we were young, sold out immediately. Also, that went into a second day being thrown on, on both of those. Just willy-nilly. Third day, actually, on when we were young has been thrown in there. Also, just willy-nilly, I guess no one had anything to do out of all those 60 bands. You just... just like that throw everybody into a third day with much of the same lineup i think there might be a little bit of difference between the posters but mm, that second day was touting that hey it's the same lineup Whew. so um it's really just not you know the same website first time shows with these taking places sponsorships you like vans sponsor war but i guess live nation's kind of its own sponsor but missing sponsors for shows with these many people on it shows that are this big these shows just have zero track record the whole 1999 pre-sale extra days just being thrown around willy-nilly all of that is not a thing it is all of that together with the lack of communication out of each of these festivals which is where everybody's kind of getting their red flag feelings from that is the wrong button Jaeger <laughs> um, so, so some of the Guess controversy around this and I say it that way we do have Paramore finally coming out and acting like they know that the uh, show is going to happen with the <laughs> the emos have spoken since they're going to be one of the big headliners whatever that means uh, as this show tries to get everybody in on one day I thought this thing was going to be a festival at first and had it pointed out to me that it's only one day I was like huh why the emails have spoken, according to Paramore. So at least someone's admitting or copying to the fact that they seem to be on the know and excited about this show. Some more people have. Um, all American Rejects was going on about, I guess we're playing with all the bands. This comes off very sarcastic. <laughs> uh, but left wiggle room in there, not to really upset anyone. Personally, with Live Nation's name attached to it, I think something will take place. No way. Everyone shows up out of these many bands. Just, it's just not happening. <laughs> it's just too many people to be there. Someone's going to pull a council. I don't know how organized anything's going to be. But yeah, there, there will be a show. I don't think it's a scam as if there's not going to be a show and just shuts down uh, we still don't know about the lovers and friends that's been canceled put back on recounseled now it's just like ah no one's talking to anybody we'll see if the same thing happens here with uh when we were young the scam part is the fact that live nation ticketmaster is this single-handedly ruining concerts for me just about <laughs> um their number of fees so if let me get that we were when, were when we were young was like the most expensive one out of this bunch I really gotta remember my um there we go if I gotta remember my switching hotkey here okay 244 for general admission 499 hotel travel package the cabana was like up there 10 was it, was it almost 10 or was it like five? It was a, a weird, crazy number. 
VIP. So say you could actually get these tickets before bots or whoever in the world got them, got them. Lime Nation was already going to have you 50 to $75 in additional fees. I heard those tickets got. So now you're in the mercy of resellers, which, good luck paying for any of this. <laughs> and that's the, like, head-scratching part. It's like, within under 15 years, you go from a genre of music where not having cash is definitely kind of a part of it to one of the most expensive one-day festival is a strong use of the word festival, but music-going event, like, uh, <laughs> that is, just, just doesn't sit well. Mm, 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 mm. So yeah, I do believe a concert will take place. Will I be in town? Ah, ah. Ah, we shall see. Shout out to buddy Jamie, who I was looking, just looking at just going to Vegas just for fun for a weekend. And he immediately messaged me and goes, I bet you wish you were in Vegas. And I was looking around the room like, how do you know I'm looking at flights to Vegas? But it was for this We Were Young announcement. <laughs> so a little funny aside. All right. That's it. I'm done running my mouth. Thank you for checking everything out. Hit that like button. Uh, subscribe here on our, on Jaeger Shots YouTube. Subscribe wherever you catch the podcast at. It is greatly appreciated. 